Welcome everyone to another episode of Bruin Time. I'm Quayson Banna. And Armored Soul. Alright, Armored Soul. Tell me what's the anime Saturday Bruin for tonight? See, so the brew for today is Trigun, and if I'm not correct, this is a very special brew for you too, no? It is, it is. One of my all-time favorite animes, along with Cowboy Bebop. Basically, I kind of treat them in the same realm, Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. I mean, it's, it's like, you could say, like the Western version, uh, Western version of Cowboy Bebop. I don't know if I just offended everyone or just made <laughs> them like adore that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so Trigun, okay? So yeah, briefly, um, so main character, Bash the Stampede, he is a, I wouldn't say outlaw, but a kind of individual, okay, so the scene is that it's kind of in the West, right, um, they are, um, there's a company, for example, an insurance company, they send two uh, workers um, to kind of investigate, and <laughs> funnily enough, to find Vash the Stampede and to make him pay money because he has... They're basically insurance prospectors. And he has a bounty on his head for, well, I don't know, a gazillion dollars or whatever. Because everywhere he goes, you know, he causes a stampede, so to speak, of destruction and havoc. So he has, like... He has a, a bounty on his head because he, you know, he's he's making trouble in a sense. But... He he actually does all these issues, so all this problem, you know, cities are destroyed, uh, people are injured, lots of money, you know, insurance issues, but he's actually not the cause of it, right? He 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 always seems to find himself into trouble, and um, primarily because people are after his head, his bounty, mm-hmm. and they are the ones that are, you know, inadvertently uh, causing all that uh, issues. So, yeah, so who he is. So, Vash the Stampede, he actually is an alien in the sense. An alien in the sense, uh, a humanoid, I guess, is what I would say. Basically, he's another species of humans that didn't arrive or didn't um, didn't come from Earth, as my understanding, right? So, it starts out, basically, they're on a spaceship. Um, many of the individuals that came... Um, they're searching for a habitable planet and, uh, because their planet is, was not habitable and they find themselves on, uh, earth and, um, they, they go from that in a sense, but basically Vash and his brother Knives, uh, they're like two kind of aliens. I don't think they actually, um, ever explain where they came from, but, um, they're basically aliens in the sense they have some, well... They have some technology that is, you know, um, quite deadly and um, very much, you know, like nuclear. Uh, and, um, yeah, they they just kind of possess a, like a better um, intellectual, I think, ability than anyone else. But, yeah, tell me. So um, have you kind of like, have you kind of seen uh, Trigun? Know any bits of, um, you know, parts of it that you like? See, I- I know that there's this uh, YouTube channel called Bonsai Pop. They did like a basically synopsis of the of uh, what Trigun is, which I really like because I mean, okay, like let's be honest, like as we get older, it gets harder to just really enjoy things that you want to do. Like I still try to watch anime when I can. You know, I'm trying to still catch up with the final episode of Attack on Titan and trying to watch, uh, basically 
a synopsis of it. So just because, again, it's only been out for 10 years. But with Trigun, I mean, with Trigun, uh, from what I know, there's two different, there's two conflicting ideologies. So you have Knives who believes in basically like might is right and I'll have to kill you to get whatever I want. And you have uh, Vash, right? Yep, Vash. So, yeah, and you have Vash, who's more of the pacifist. It's like, I shouldn't kill anyone. We could all make this work out. But, and that's the thing. Vash tests, uh, not Vash, Knives test Vash to his utmost limits to really test his ideology and see if it's, if it is profound, if it does make a difference. And I know that stems from how they were raised because Knives saw, like, again, they were in that capsule and whatnot on that ship heading to that planet. Uh, knives uh, saw a mutiny uh, about to occur and basically the captain locked those mutinous into a room and sucked them out into outer space while knives again growing up with his caretaker she always um, said like no like it's it's always wrong to kill no matter what like, you should never be able to kill anyone you should always explore all their other options when necessary and have them submit if possible no Right, so yeah, you, you mentioned Knives, uh, you mentioned the caretaker, Rem, that's her name, and Vash. And I think one interesting thing is that, yeah, you, you put it right, Vash is the like kind of the pacifist, um, and that's uh, a very common theme uh, with his character in the uh, series. And Knives is, yeah, like, would you say a pessimist or aggressivist? I don't know how to explain that. But, yeah, like, even the captain, like, um, I think there were times where he he would, like, he would hit knives in the sense, um, you know, and be forceful. And then knives basically treated humans like insects, right? Mm-hmm. Or bugs and very insignificant creatures because he thought, or, you know, he, he thought that him and Vash were superior in that sense. While Vash learned from Rem that, you know, the smaller creatures, uh, you know, are the ones you want to protect. That there is, there is goodness and protection of, uh, things that are well insignificant like I mean this is just kind of a little bit slightly off topic but it's like hey you know obviously you know human beings are well, we can say maybe the the superior um, you know the apex predator right I guess mm-hmm. on on the earth right uh, but does that mean that we need to treat you know things lower of lower standard well you know and to treat them as inferior no I mean we treat them as Something that we can, you know, we 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 understand um, their role in in this in the ecosystem. So basically, yeah, Rem instills that in Vash, and then you know, fast forward happens. Um, you know, they they happened. She uh, she dies. Uh, that capsule crashes. They get onto Earth and everything like that. And this whole part about Vash being exercising, you know, his basically knives wants to bring out the worst in Vash, which is the mm-hmm. The primal, the aggressive, you know, like he wants to bring out like Vash's, like the evil. And honestly, Knives is evil, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants Vash to like, to like kill in the sense to grow up because, you know, they're, they're brothers in the sense. Vash, I guess he treats Vash as like being too idealistic. Like, oh, you're trying to save everybody? You can't do that, you know. And of course, we talked about our, another favorite anime, Roni Kenshin, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you remember like Kenshin. Has a similar way, like he doesn't, he doesn't, he he's not gonna kill somebody, you know. He's going to protect them, and if he if he, there's an aggressor, he's going to put them in their place, but he's not gonna kill them, you know. Mm-hmm. 
or mortally wound them, right? So this kind of goes brings up the question, like, and there's another, you know, there are other characters in other um, animes and cartoons that we know of. Batman, for example, you know, yeah. uh, Batman's a great one. So let me ask you this, like, do you you have the ability to either kill that person and guarantee to save the other individual, try to save both of them, and maybe you know, and yourself damage in the process. So I guess what I'm saying is that, do you think that we should exercise killing something to save somebody? or to save everybody completely. So of course the idealistic viewpoint or you know or the utopian type you know viewpoint or like hey we can exercise killing somebody for the greater good. Well I mean that's all kind of like going back to like the trolley problem, right? So you have it's, it's exactly that. It's like oh hey do you want to like do you either take one life to save several or like what do you do? And even two they did an experiment with that where it's like all right hypothetically let's say there's a really big obese person and you could push this obese person onto the track to save both of them. But the obese person dies. And it's like, ah, well, now I'm a murderer now. You know what I mean? So you want to save both parties, right? And I'm just like look at, looking at Batman, for example. I mean, his greatest arch nemesis is the Joker. But the Joker kills hundreds to thousands of people. It's like, okay, Batman, like, yeah, you put him away. But like, like those numbers keep rising. What do you do? So it's like, I mean, there's a fine line you have to cross, right? So it's like you've seen uh, situations like this where family members are put in, they're put in situations of like, oh, hey, like, I, I don't want to, where one of their family members is in harm by a robber or whatnot. And I remember, I remember the story where this brother and sister, they were locked in the bathroom when this robber comes in and the, the brother had a shotgun and he's like, don't come in here. I'm armed. Please don't don't do anything to us and this was in texas of course it was in texas and sure enough the brother opens fire on the robber kills him and again like he's justified for that again that was clearly self-defense because again it's like oh hey it's either you kill both of us or we have to end you you know so that's just one of those situations that people have to deal with on a daily basis right and it's kind of a moral conundrum i think and it's very specific to the you know the context of the story um, it's like how we kind of think about in our penal uh, system, you know, uh, does a murderer, you know, should we throw him in jail or should we, you know, put him to the, the death penalty, you know? Um, it's like in some ways we exercise the the idea of like, well, all life is sacred. We ought to, you know, save everybody. And I mean, you can punish people who have who've done wrong, but through prisons or, you know, um, you know, basically separating them from the normal society, right? And then obviously on the other end, off with their heads, you know, in a sense, the short and sweet or whatever, but, you know, ultimately kind of maybe wrong point of view. So, okay, like it's like this. Okay, so our, our American system, um, our justice system, I should say, it doesn't, it does it doesn't have the mindset to rehabilitate prisoners it doesn't like we want to keep them in as long as possible now i think if you go like to the nordic prisons like sweden if i remember correctly it's it's weird like you go to your prison and it's like oh it's like i still have a house like a bedroom i still have utensils i still have food i have tv i have all my normal amenities because their mindset is like we want you to integrate back into society and i remember i watched this documentary i think it was by vox if i remember correctly where they talks about like a Swedish guy. He's like, yeah, I killed somebody. You know, now this is always going to haunt me. But like now I'm focusing on my life. 
I'm getting a degree, you know, I'm trying to make a lo- something better for myself. And that's like, whoa, that's weird. Cause it's like, okay, he sees the, the, you know, that, that murderer now sees like, oh yeah, I did wrong and I'm trying to make better by it. And it's like, it's just so weird. You know what right, I mean? It's yeah. like, w- like, what do you do? Like, I can't process that. Like I, I see it, but it's like, I wonder what he's going through. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, like, yeah, we don't know what, what that individual is going through, right? It's like that's very much to him or her, you know, um, the context of them. Um, and it's also kind of, I guess, from our spectator view, it could be kind of unfair. It's like, how did this guy uh, kill somebody? And he's getting such a, you know, a decent living situation, you know? I mean, it's not that we want him to suffer, but the idea of punishment, you know, is still a... You know, even religiously, you know, the idea of punishment is there, right? You know, you have your heaven, your hell is what, you know, some people believe in. So the concept of punishment is always looming, I think, in the background, right? But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's interesting that some countries focus on that rehabilitation process while others will kind of more focus on the punishment process. And I think just going back to the anime, you know, Vash, he sees, he sees individuals as... You know, individuals, everyone possesses some good. Maybe if they don't possess good, the individuals that do crimes or murders and so on and so forth, they still possess, everyone else has is the basic right that they have is that they have their life, you know. And it's unfair for him, you know, it's, it's injustice for him to take that away because he believes that there is no right for him to do so. While Knives, on the other hand, thinks that, hey, you know, survival of the fittest, dog eat dog, you know, world, that I can take the life if I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, well, they kind of fight with that. It's an interesting concept because it kind of, it, it's a it's a moral issue, I think, especially, you know, as what we're talking about. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember what scene that was, but basically one of the, um, the members that goes to kill him, he has a chance to, like, save the person that killed him, mm-hmm. and he ends up saving this individual, but the individual dies regardless. So... It's almost like, well, what did he do anything for? You know, it goes back to like, oh, okay, I'm just thinking about Batman in the sense like that. I remember, um, like, yeah, he, he continually just saves the Joker, right? But in the end, the Joker kills... Um, Jason Todd, for example. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, so it's like if you had basically put this person to death, the Joker or in this case, Knives uh, in the anime, you would have stopped all this destruction, all this you know, killing and so on and so forth, if you had just done it at the get-go, you know? See, see, I mean, that that kind of, like, even connects to, you know, Naruto Shippuden. Do you know the character Pain? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, like, his whole mindset and his whole philosophy is like, oh, yeah, like, I killed all these people. I killed Sensei Jiraiya, your master, Naruto. However, though, if you kill me, what about the people that I love that grew up with me? And then the cycle just repeats, you know what I mean? So it's just an endless cycle of like just blood on blood. Again, it's just going to keep repeating. So then like, isn't that answer just to subdue them then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just perpetual. Like, where does it start? Where does it end? And I think that's why we kind of have this idea of like the penal system where it's like, okay, the way to stop that is to just throw them in some, some place, lock them up. But we all, we know that uh, repeat offenders, right? So when they come, when they go to prison, they get out of prison, they don't, they don't get rehabilitated not not a lot of them i would say and they're repeat offenders and they, they often go back to prison but then you know there's also also the concept of like hmm, 
you know, have you heard of the concept like, and this is in, um, this is definitely not in America, but like blood money, you know, in the sense of like, let's say, you know, like in some country, uh, you know, somebody kills your family members or something like that as punishment, instead of putting you to death, pay so much money or whatever uh, for this thing. It's blood money in that sense, which is, yeah, which is wow, kind of gross. You know, I, I, I'm going to put it that way. I don't know how that works in a sense. So it's interesting the cultures that think of putting somebody to death is that some people are like, well, he did this off with his head. No trial, no nothing kind of in the sense, right? What do you call like um in the West, what do they call that? It's like territory law or something like that. Uh, we'll think about it once we, we end it, but it's, it always comes back that way, right? <laughs> but yeah, just kind of going back uh, to the anime, it, it's interesting. Uh, a lot of the characters come up, you know, kind of learn that from Vash possesses like a nuclear weapon in his arm, you know, in that sense. And this is the alien bit or whatever. Um, and I think it's hinted that they're like angels of some kind of some way. Maybe they're from heaven or something like that. They clearly evolved more. I think there's some evolved beings. Also puts in the fact that I think is interesting. If you know you're a superior, superior being, doesn't it make more sense to exercise restraint? Because you know how much you can dish out, you know, in the sense, if that makes sense. So it's like, okay, um, if you know, let's say like you're talking about you, you know, you, you practice judo, right? Maybe you say you know how to defend yourself. If somebody comes up to you that's just angry and wants to fight you, are you just going to like bam hit him like with everything you got on your you know all the combo and moves mortal combat <laughs> you know in the sense no i mean you kind of you're going to exercise restraint because you know you come from a kind of a higher level of well in terms of you know martial arts in the sense like you're not just going to like oh i'm gonna end this guy's life right now you know no it doesn't work that way you should yeah you show yeah, no. some restraint so i think that's an important quality with vash is that he's a superior being and he's exercising this restraint because he knows that individuals less of that. They're more fragile, you know, versus, you know, him, which is, well, more destructive. I mean, think about it, too. It's like, okay, butterflies, for example. And I know, like, butterflies are a big imagery in um, Trigun. And it's like, they're very beautiful creatures, right? But, like, if we try to grab them with our hands, like, we'll just we'll just smush them. They're very, very delicate. So what do we do? We have nets or we have like those little like, like it's like the brooms, like the end of a broom basically that basically could like catch like spiders and put them outside. Brooms you know what I'm like talking about? Like the dustpan or something? Like what you mean? Something like that. Like it's, it's a type of like tool. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, again, like you have all this knowledge, you have this experience and someone that is more elevated. Yeah, of course you need to have more restraint right. for that. And I'm just going to say one of the quotes from Knives. I think you mentioned butterflies, and that's, like you said, a theme, the Trigun. So Knives, of course, as we spoke, he's more of a, like the aggressivist kind of individual. He says, if you keep saving butterflies, spiders will starve to death. So this was, this is when like a butterfly kind of like flies onto the, the web of a spider and Vash wants to like save him or something. Mm-hmm. So if you keep saving butterflies, spiders will starve to death. But wanting to save both is a contradiction. So what would you rather do? Keep deliberating? The butterfly will be eaten in the meantime. So this is this is what Knives is trying to explain to Vash is that, hey, regardless of what you do, in the end, somebody's gonna get their, you know, their just desserts. And you, you know, chafing the fence all this time of trying to save somebody. Life and death is natural. It's gonna come, it's gonna go. So why why does it bother you when I make it quicker happening in this sense? So Basically, it's like saying that, yeah, it's um, 
you can't save one person is going to die regardless. So if you understand that contradiction that, well, the spider is going to eat the butterfly and you can't save both. Because if you save both, that means the spider dies. Right? No, I get it. Anyway. You, know you, you know what time it is, man? You know what time it is? You get, you get the chills? Get the chills. It's, it's brew time. time. That's exactly. It. That's a brew right there. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's a, that's a great place to end it here. So, yeah, I mean, so just saying that it's, it's a great anime. It, it's, it's a moral conundrum. Hey, it's 24 episodes or more. I, I'm trying to say it ain't that 12-episode anime, right? Yeah, give it, give it a watch if you haven't seen it. And remember, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being very patient with us. We greatly appreciate you tuning in. And keep those mugs warm for next time. Till the, the next brew. brew.